Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. Welcome to the first official podcast episode of the year. And I'm sorry that it's coming out in February because apparently time passes by a lot faster than you think it does. Um, I was trying to, because the last episode I put out was in December and it was like a wrap up of 2022. And I was trying to put one in the month of January to like just tell you guys how um, I was doing and what was happening, but nothing that exciting really happened. So that's why I'm putting out this episode now in February and I just have like a couple of updates for you guys and obviously the topic of this episode that I want to talk to you guys about. So yeah, usually the beginning of the year hits me a lot harder and usually like a lot of things change for me. Um, I have new goals, I have new, like, stuff that I want to work on, projects and stuff, but for some reason, it's, like, not even quite hitting me yet that we're in a new year. I mean, now we're, at this point, we're, like, two months in, but it still hasn't hit me yet that it's 2023. It just feels like it's been a continuation of last year. It just feels like 2022 never ended for me. That's kind of what it feels like. But anyway, I digress being said, I wanted to give you guys a little life update of what's been happening on my end because last time I spoke to you guys, it was December, end of December. Um, So basically what went on for me in January because, you know, now we're in the second month of the year. Nothing too crazy happened. It was kind of more like a chill month for me in terms of career stuff as the beginning of the year always is. One of the more exciting things that I wanted to share with you guys is that I went to Cancun in like the first week of the of the month of January and I went for about a week with my family with my cousins and um, my brother and it was honestly everything I needed and more to start off my year right I was you know I truly signed off of work stuff and even like the podcast and social media and everything and I was truly just focused on enjoying a vacation because I haven't enjoyed an actual like vacation in a long time. And I've also like never visited a tropical island. So it was new for me to be in Cancun because like the closest thing I've been to with like tropical weather is like Florida. So this was like an actual vacation vacation that I needed. And yeah, it was a very well needed trip for me and you know, I still honestly at this point, even though it's been like so many weeks now, I look back and just look back at old pictures and just like wish I was there and not in this cold weather that we're experiencing in New York right now because it's super cold and we've been having some snow flurries here and there and I don't know, I used to be such a fall and winter person, especially with like fall and winter fashion. I love layering, I love wearing like coats and like boots and long boots and stuff, but For some reason, I'm just, like, I'm now, like, slowly transitioning into, like, a spring and summer girl. Even when we were in Mexico, like, I just had so much fun wearing the outfits that I did. And also just, like, embracing my body. I think I've become a lot more confident in my body and, like, the way I look. So, but that is all I have for you guys that is new with me right now. I know not much, but it's just because I've just been readjusting to getting back into the flow of work. Um, Like right now, I'm still, as I mentioned in the last episode, working as a freelance assistant designer at Cup. So I'm just like focusing on my work there because it's pretty busy there and I work four days a week. And the day that I don't work, I'm kind of just like chilling and hanging out with my boyfriend and stuff. So I'm getting readjusted slowly but surely. Things are getting busy, the new year, business is ramping up, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so I'm, I'm still getting acclimated. 
But um, these next few months are going to be kind of exciting if everything kind of goes well. And I want to share more about that on here as it comes. But I just, uh, I want to focus more on the present moment. So like, I don't want to plan too far ahead in the future. Like, I don't want to start looking at like what the fall months are going to look like just yet. I want to look at, you know, March, April, like the months that are coming right now. And yeah, I think there's just some exciting stuff. I'm sorry, I'm being so vague. I just like can't talk about a lot of stuff. But I mean, one thing that is coming up that's going to be pretty exciting is this month is like fashion week. And I guess it's not like the bigger fashion week. I think September fashion week is like the bigger New York fashion week. Um, But we do have the fall winter fashion week in February and that's going to be exciting. I have some events lined up that I'm going to. Nothing crazy this year. I'm kind of like, like, I don't want to say focusing on myself, but I'm not really going that crazy. Last season was like the craziest fashion week that I did. I did, I planned like multiple outfits. I borrowed you know, clothes from multiple designers and stuff, um, and then got, like, street styled, but, um, I just have, like, a couple things that I want to do during fashion week, and I did some outreach, so I'm doing a couple of those things, and I did plan, I wasn't gonna plan any outfits, and I was just gonna wear, like, regular clothes, but I kind of, like, wanted to have fun with it this season again, because I did love dressing up last season and getting street styled, so I did put a little bit of effort into that, and I'm excited to show you guys some of the looks that, I put together and I'm wearing some of like my friends designs and stuff so you'll be able to see that on my social media when I post about it and stuff. With all that being said I wanted to get into today's podcast episode topic which is all about branding yourself and a perfect segue as I talk about New York Fashion Week and you know social media and stuff but I'm always talking about the importance of branding yourself and your self-image at least once in all of the ep- these episodes that I put out. So I just thought that I'd sit down and really dedicate an entire episode to talk a little bit more about this subject and delve deeper. And I thought that I had done this before and maybe I did and I just might be repeating myself. So I don't know. I did look through my episodes and I didn't see my, uh, I didn't see an episode talking about this, which is weird because I always talk about it, but I, I guess I didn't dedicate a whole episode. So that's what I'm doing now. And whether or not you want to be an influencer on social media or you just want to, maybe you're not on social media and you just have a corporate job or you just have like a regular job. I I think it's still really important to have and create this image of yourself that other people can look at you by. Even if it's like, even if you don't want like followers and you don't want to build a social media platform, you know, your jobs, the people who are hiring you, they're going to look at your profile and your image as like a brand, as your own brand. And they're going to judge whether or not they want to hire you based upon that. So I think whether or not, this is not just for like social media influencing, like I'm not talking about that. This is like a much greater topic regarding to just having a career in fashion. And as I was saying, like, let's say you don't even use social media, which I actually know a lot of people, weirdly enough, who don't have social media platforms. I'm not saying that's weird, but I'm saying I know a lot of people and they're not on Instagram. They're not on TikTok. Sorry, none of that. Um, even without any of those, even if you're not on those platforms, you can still brand yourself in some kind of way, whether that's by having a website, a digital digital portfolio, or LinkedIn. And I know LinkedIn's like social media these days, but having a LinkedIn profile is like very professional. So you don't have to engage in the whole Instagram TikTok thing. You can have a LinkedIn profile. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later on in this episode because I want to call attention to that. Um, but yeah, you want anything out there about you to be an accurate representation of the image that you're trying to put out into the world. 
And that's what I'm going to basically be talking to you guys about today. Because most of my experience and my, you know, personal background comes from mainly the fashion industry and specifically like design oriented, a lot of the advice that I'm going to be giving is going to be kind of geared towards the more creative sector. But, you know, please feel free to take any of the advice that I'm giving and use it towards achieving your ideal brand image. I think this can apply to all industries and all jobs in fashion if that's what you want to get into. It's not just specifically about what I'm talking about. But a lot of the examples that I'm going to be providing are obviously going to be like design related and fashion related. So, yeah. So for me, when it comes to creating a personal and professional brand image for myself, I kind of see them as one and the same. And this will be different for everyone, but my personal and professional life are kind of intertwined right now in my life. And that's something that I started to realize later on in my career And in the beginning, I think like when I was younger, I treated the two things very differently and in separate worlds. Um, So like I wanted to keep my personal life and my professional life separate and I wanted them to be two different things and I wanted to have two different images because I thought that's what needed to happen. Like I thought those were two things and you needed to treat them as two different things. But as I started to like produce more content on my personal channels that were more geared towards fashion and my career... They honestly just started to, I I couldn't tell you when or why, but they just started to merge into the same thing. And then and now my professional and my personal are, are intertwined. And that's why like some people, they have like two accounts for like their personal and their professional side. My personal account that I give to like my close friends and people that I meet is basically like my quote unquote professional account. So that's what I mean by the two are intertwined and I kind of treat them the same. Um... So however I want to display myself personally into the world, I also have to keep in mind about how people will receive that professionally, like in my industry. And luckily enough, I work in an industry where, you know, fashion is very chill and people want to see your personality and they want you to be fun and likable. So I'm lucky to say that those are the two same things. But let's say you're working in a different industry, like you're in law, then maybe you want to keep your personal Instagram or social media or whatever it is personal you know completely different and have a completely different image than what your professional you know outlook is going to look like so like what your professional website's going to look like I don't know I don't know if that makes any sense but that's like an example of what I mean by keeping the two separate and keeping the two together which is what what I do and I think another reason why I felt so strongly on speaking on this subject today was because I get a lot of people telling me all the time like, oh, Christina, you're so good at representing yourself and branding yourself on social media. And I realized that I wasn't even trying to do that intentionally. Um, But I guess like everything that I talked about and all the stuff that I put out in the world kind of has like my own voice attached to it. And that's when I realized that this was something that I could speak on. Not professionally, of course, like I'm not an expert on this, but I feel like I've done a good job of doing it so I feel like sharing my advice on an episode like this can really help some of you guys who are trying to create your own brand images and I feel like whenever I ask people who are not that close to me what they think my message is or what my voice is in this industry they always tell me exactly what I want them to tell me and that shows me that I'm doing a good job at representing myself and the way that I want to be represented in the fashion industry so 
yeah, the first tip that I wanted to share with you guys on successfully branding yourself as individuals is to determine what your voice is. So none of this is going to matter. None of branding yourself or representing yourself is going to matter if you don't know even yourself, like what you're trying to say to the world. And again, this is a lot easier said than done. And it's something that I've been trying to get right for a, a long time now. But the best way to distinguish yourself and your brand from everyone else in the world and everyone else in the industry is to know exactly what your focus is and what audience you're trying to reach. Again, this doesn't only pertain to people who want to be influencers. Like, this is this goes far beyond influencing. The people that I follow on social media and the influencers that, like, I give my follow to, especially on Instagram, are those that are especially unique and those that have something different to show on their platform than what I usually see on a daily basis. Whether that is a focus on sustainability or if this person is known for, like, provi providing outfit inspiration, whatever it is, I just think that having a focus tells the world more about who you are and what you're trying to achieve as your own brand and also shows people that you're like being your true self, that you're not trying to copy people, you're just being uniquely yourself. I've talked about this multiple times on here, but I've talked about this so many times, like reminding you to just have your own voice and know what that voice is. Um, and I think that after many years, I've kind of at least I like to think that I've successfully established my own voice in this industry. I'm definitely not 100% at the point where I want to be in terms of like building my own brand, but I think I'm getting close and I think I'm doing a pretty good job of it. So what I think that a lot of people associate to me and my brand is this idea of helping people in their careers and especially obviously those in fashion and design. That's like where my, I guess, expertise lies. I don't want even like to say expertise, but I guess we'll just call it that. So when you look at what I put out and my brand holistically, you know, I have a couple of things that represent me. I have a podcast talking about furthering your career in fashion for beginners and following your dreams. That's one thing. I, you can also publicly see this project that I'm working on, one of them being a campaign with Dior and UNESCO about helping young women get leadership positions, that. And then, and then you have stuff like my social media, where I post about internship and job opportunities in the fashion industry to people who maybe don't have that much experience and don't have those connections. And I would say too, another thing that represents me is my work experience as well. So a good example is like working with the CFDA. That has been very geared towards like helping emerging designers and young students fulfill their potential in fashion. So if you like kind of see all the things that I've described that I've worked on or am working on right now, you can see that there's like a pattern and that's what I'm urging you guys to look at in your own lives. Like what is the pattern between all the stuff that you're doing? What is the similarities between what you're passionate about? So the stuff that I mentioned, again, like I said, I think I've established a voice in like trying to help people and trying to further people's careers and providing that like consulting, if you will. So that's my voice and that's what I've established my brand to be in the many years that I've worked and studied in fashion. And ever since that I've honed in on that voice, I've been able to successfully gear my work towards that and trying to reach that audience because I've determined that as a unique point of view for myself. So again, I'm urging you all to do that and that's going to give you so much more clarity on the direction that you want to go in fashion or whatever industry it is. I think besides my own personal example, um, you guys always know that I like to hype up my twin sister on here. Another great example is my twin sister. 
and I always think of her as being like one of my role models and inspiration when it comes to building up your own voice and brand. She is currently like a book and reading content creator and she's been doing that for many years now. She started like a long time ago and that's where everything started for her and she's built up thousands of followers and that's what she's known for doing. But as of recently, she's been starting to get her toes wet in the mental health space and she's establishing herself in that space and that's who she's mainly targeting right now. And I've talked about this multiple times with her on like FaceTime calls and we have like late night talks where we get really deep into like what we're doing, the projects we're working on and how we're establishing ourselves. And like, for example, one of the ways that she's targeting this audience now is last year she went to the White House with MTV to be on a panel about mental health. And currently now she's a board member of NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So do you kind of see what I'm getting here? Like if if you see her image, there is also a pattern. And her pattern right now, it's more obvious, but she's working in the mental health space. So, and that's her voice and that's her focus, that's her brand. So take a look at what people are doing in your industry and what kind of voices they're building for themselves and ask yourself, what is my brand? What do I want to be known for? And what do I want to tell the world? That's going to help you really successfully build your image up, whether that's personal or professional or like me, they're the same thing. I would say, especially professionally, It's so important to have a niche or specialization that you really focus on because that's what's going to make you very desirable in terms of getting hired. And people like hiring people who have specializations and who are really good at like, I mean, obviously like you want to be good at everything, but if you're especially good and you're excelling at one thing, then people are going to see that as your strength and that's going to draw them to you to hire you. I think what's a great exercise to help you determine what your voice is, is to create an elevator pitch for yourself. So if you've ever done this like in your marketing class or business class for products and services, now it's your turn to make one for yourself. Have an elevator pitch of 30 to 60 seconds prepared that tells a story about who you are and what your voice is. What this is great for is if down the line you're going to networking events or meeting new people. Having this elevator pitch for yourself in the back of your mind is a great way to quickly tell people what you're about in a short amount of time, and to basically sell yourself to them. This is important in a career setting because a lot of the times, I'll give you an example, when I go to events and I want to go up to and talk to important people, they're very busy and they have a lot of people that they want to talk to. So I only have like those few minutes to get in a nice chat and to be succinct and to the point and to introduce myself to them. And in those few minutes, I want to, you know, give my elevator pitch. This is who I am. This is what I do. Let's connect done and done so yeah it's really helpful to have that I honestly like I wouldn't say that I've ever sat down and prepared an elevator pitch for myself which I will now that I'm giving this advice but I do definitely have something prepared in the back of my mind that I say to people when I first meet them and when I'm like networking so I can say that it does actually help and it it just helps when you don't have a lot of time to speak to people and you want to meet multiple people at a time and like groups of people The next piece of advice that is coming to my mind that I want to share with all of you is to be authentic. I can't stress enough in this episode or in this entirety of my podcast how important it is to just be yourself. And I have fallen victim to not listening to my own piece of advice. Many years ago, I felt like I needed to be like someone else or to be like this fake person to make it in the industry and for people to like me in fashion. But in the end, not only are you going to get tired of 
keeping up this charade, a lot of people are going to see right through you and trust me, it's just, they're, they're going to know that it's not genuinely you. And also a big thing that I notice about a lot of people in the industry these days that a lot of people are doing is don't lie about your interests and passions. It's not going to serve you well in the long run. And what I mean by this is, I'll give you an example um, in fashion. Like sustainability has been something at the forefront of fashion and it's a subject that is always brought up in regards to our industry and a lot of people are talking about it. And you basically like can't have a conversation in fashion these days without the topic of sustainability being brought up. That's what I'll say. So that being said, don't make your voice and your personal brand become all about sustainability if it's not something you actually care about and you're just doing it because it's what's hot right now in fashion and you want people to look up to you and like be like, oh my god, you're such a you're such a savior in the fashion world. Like that just makes no sense and you're being disingenuous not only to other people but to yourself. So if you have to convince yourself that you like something and that you're passionate about it, then it's probably not the right thing for you. And that goes for a lot of things in life, not even just your career. And in social media, it's perfectly fine if you want to curate your life the way you make it look. But just keep it real and ultimately in the end, keep it you. You can still post and put out like the highlights, highlight reels of your life, but do it with authenticity if that makes any sense. Another key point that I want to share when it comes to creating your own personal brand is to have people you look up to and people who are already experts in the industry that inspire you. It can be really hard when you have nothing to go on and you're trying to create and imaginate things from scratch. Trust me, I've tried it many times and it's proven to be much more difficult than if I actually just sit down and do my research. But it can be as simple as following people on social media who inspire you and who are achieving the career trajectory that you ideally want to achieve. And it can get as involved as having a mentor with someone who is directly and physically there for you, supporting you and walking you through your career journey. And even if you think that what you're doing is super niche and not as common in your industry, and so that there won't be many people out there who are doing the same thing, I urge you to dive deep into your research and try to find other people who are doing what you want to do because trust me when I tell you that there are people out there that are doing you know, very niche things. And I used to think that what I was doing was so random and not that common and that I wouldn't find any experts out there who I'd want to follow in terms of how I want to achieve my career. But then I started digging and getting better at research and I found those people. um, And what I did was I took the next step, which was to connect with them. And that's how I actually ended up learning and building my own journey from that. Whether that be through an informational interview or just having them and inviting them onto one of my podcast episodes, it, it's just a great way to build a relationship with someone in the industry who is already excelling at what you want to do. And you may not think that they want to help you because you're, you're following the same path as them, but you'll be surprised about how much people want to support you and what you're doing. I think majority of my following on social media are industry professionals, more so than like influencers. And then of course, like a lot of it is also my personal friends. But now that I think of that, I actually do follow a lot of influential people in fashion. And I like to keep it that way because when I open up my feed now, it's more to inspire me and to motivate me in fashion and what I do on a daily basis rather than make me feel insecure about myself and the way I look or what I'm doing and all that. So 
you know, once you've identified those individuals who inspire you and who are experts in your field, don't hesitate to reach out to them. I think that is like the next step that a lot of people miss out on doing, but especially if you've been like following their career for a long time. There have been some people in fashion that I've been following for a while now and last fashion week when I was finally able to see some of them in real life, I went up to talk to them and our conversation was a lot more genuine because I felt like I'd known this person my whole life and there was a lot more substance to what we were talking about rather than just complimenting them and being like, I love your outfit, like I love your pictures on Instagram. If you're struggling in finding and identifying those key people who are going to serve as influences to you, my advice is to try listening to podcasts and mainly like interview ones because every day I'm introduced to new people that I've never even heard about before just by hearing their career journeys on like one of the podcast episodes that I listen to and it gives me more people to look up to and more people to be inspired by that I would have otherwise never known about if I didn't listen to this podcast. A great podcast specifically for fashion and woman leadership that I listen to all the time is called Second Life and I've definitely mentioned this podcast on here like multiple times but on my downtime I like to listen to Hillary interview women um, on her podcast and it's so inspiring hearing about their journeys and where they are now and it just it gives me so many ideas for how I can take my career. A important disclaimer that I do want to mention um, giving this piece of advice is when it comes to identifying people who inspire you I want to stress the importance of not copying them in any way and you know, don't do anything more than just be inspired by them and motivating yourself. I think the last thing you want to do is be so inspired by someone's journey that you copy their every move and every step of their path. And this is going to sound cheesy, you know, but everyone has their own path and their own journey that's unique to them. So just copying what someone else is doing step by step is just, it's just so untrue to who you are and people are going to see right through that. And obviously if these people are well known, like they're going to call you out on copying them so again this all goes back to the point that I made about staying authentic to yourself and why specifically I'm so passionate about like the whole copying thing is like hear me out I don't want to be that girl who is always like oh my god this person's copying me blah 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 but I've had multiple times in the past where I felt like some of the people who were close to me were trying to copy what I was doing and not in a petty way where I was like wow they did one thing similar to me and I was being a baby about it it was like multiple things and it honestly turned me off of them. So I didn't want to be close to them anymore and I just felt like I was being watched and that everything I was doing was being replicated. So that's another reason you should just try to avoid copying what other people are doing and just be yourself because people will notice it and you know you're gonna lose connections. You're gonna lose people who are going to like you. So trust me on that. Some more personal takes that I've been discovering lately is the reemergence of LinkedIn for professional connections. And obviously LinkedIn is known specifically as like a professional version of social media and that's what it was made made for. But as of lately, I've been seeing it grow as a popular form of social media that a lot of people are using right now, especially like Gen Z and like every generation after that. It's also growing as there are more people becoming what is known as LinkedIn creators and also, you know, people are learning how to monetize on LinkedIn as they do on like TikTok and Instagram. So I'm definitely seeing LinkedIn take a shift from what it used to be or how I how I started using it at least. And, you know, I've always been a major advocate of LinkedIn. 
I've been building my profile since I was in high school and building up my connections on there and it has served me really well, especially since a lot of job applications nowadays, they ask for your LinkedIn profile. You know, they don't even ask for your Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. So that just shows you that a lot of companies are also prioritizing this platform a lot. So for anyone listening who doesn't have a LinkedIn profile or who doesn't really use their LinkedIn but wants to like make a difference in how they brand themselves this year, I would highly encourage you to get on there, make your profile really clean and start sharing posts about your career highlights, what you're doing, your new projects you're working on, all that stuff. And if you want to get even crazier with it, you could even pay for a LinkedIn premium account, which will give you a lot of cool tool tools to use. Some that includes seeing who views your profile. So you can see who in the industry and maybe even like which high school friends are stalking you on your professional channels. That sounded like an ad for LinkedIn, but I promise like I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I've just like lately been looking at my LinkedIn app on my phone. Like it's like Instagram and like scrolling through it. And it's weirdly very satisfying and interesting to look at. So yeah. Um, But seriously though, if you're not already on LinkedIn, get on there. And just in case you have no idea how to set up your profile and like what kind of information you want to include on there. I suggest going to search up people who you look up to in your industry and to look at their LinkedIn profiles for inspiration. Again, I say inspiration on what their profiles look like. Don't copy their profile spot on because that's just weird and awkward. Um, But get inspired by what other people are writing us because, you know, I did the same thing when I was first building out my profile and I do that for my Instagram bio and stuff because it's kind of hard to come up with it completely from scratch like you're just like what do I include what needs to be included so again take inspiration where necessary but I mean I know a lot of what I've been talking about has to do with your digital voice because you know we've been talking about a lot of social media platforms and stuff but something that you should keep in mind is that and something that I often forget is that your personal and professional brand is not just online it should bleed into real life as well and what I mean by this is, if all that sounded like gibberish, what I what I mean to say is your brand is more than just how people see you online. It's how you carry yourself in your day-to-day and how you treat people and what people remember you by when they meet you. This, again, all goes back full circle to being authentically yourself because if you present yourself a certain way online and then when people meet you in real life and see something completely different it's just going to feel very fake and people will notice that and remember that about you and not want to talk to you again. And that's why I like to make it very clear on social media that people should feel welcome to reach out to me if they want to or get personal advice. And when people actually do, I actually take the initiative to sit down with them on a call and talk to them about whatever they want to talk about. So you don't want to just like say all those things on social media like, I'm open to talk, like you can always pull up my DMs. And then when people do, you just like, completely ghost them or something like that so that's what that's what I kind of mean by that if that makes any sense and if anything I like to be more personable in real life than what I look like I am on social media I think when a lot of people end up talking to me or meeting me in real life they realize that I'm much less intimidating than I make myself out to be online um like online I like to put up this girl boss image of myself because that's the person I want to be and I like to believe that I am, but in real life, I, I can be silly. I, I love laughing and cracking jokes here and there, and I like not taking life too seriously and doing stupid stuff. So 
do your best to keep in mind that your brand does not just stop representing you once you're offline. If anything, brand building is more important through your everyday actions than how you're represented on the internet. So some of the last few pieces of advice that I want to give you um, are to focus on community building and creating a durable network. At the end of the day, it is just your personal image, right? But you're not the only player in this. The people who are going to follow you, look up to you, and become inspired by you, that's essentially your community. And having a strong community to back you up will serve you really well in building up your own personal brand. Let's say now you're not that focused on building anything crazy, and you just want to work on your self-image, right? Well, if you build a strong network, in the future, if you ever decide to go out on a limb and start your own company, your own business... Instead of starting from scratch to get customers or people that will support you, if you build up a community early on, then whatever you start after that, people will naturally support you and what you're bringing into the world. I would say that's the kind of approach that I'm taking with my career right now. I feel like I'm very focused on working on the side things and doing my own personal branding so that in a couple of years, when I decide... My f- when I make a final decision on where I want to take my brand to the next level and build whatever I want to build, I will already have this community to back me up and support me. And, you know, I won't be starting from scratch, which, which is really hard to do. And I mean, now I don't want to say it's easier, but with with like stuff going viral and all of that, it's a lot easier for things to catch on than it used to be. Like, I mean, you can go from like having zero people supporting you to having millions of people to support you just because one thing goes viral but anyway it's still it's still better to have a community that is loyal to you and your message already you know loyal followers I always say are better than non-loyal followers so it's good to go viral and it's good to get like those the view counts but having people who like actually understand your message and trust you and like have basically followed you throughout your entire journey from the beginning is like that's priceless to me But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this like short, I guess it's like not that short, but you know, kind of short episode of me sharing a couple of things that have been on my mind lately as I continue to grow my own personal brand online and in real life. Um, I'm still learning new things every day when it comes to sharing my voice with the world, so I'm not ever going to stop learning or consider myself an expert on the subject, but I hope that you guys at least took one thing away from this episode, one or two things away. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. And I love you all and see you soon on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.